Or maybe we just killed a big part of him. Very optimistic. Welcome to another episode of Valiant Odyssey. Guys, I'm sitting around the table with the Forgotten Four. We have Gorgonbort, we have Baron Barnabas, we have Morvan, and we have Rengar. You guys are back to conclude your arc. And uh, to start us off, guys, we're going to reintroduce your character's name, race, class, and today you're going to talk about if your character was an item of clothing, which item would it be? Roll to see who goes first. Uh, Gorgonbort. I'm a half-orc barbarian. Uh, Gorgonbort would be a sword because that is the only thing you need. Uh, Clothing minimal. Just give me a sword and you're it's good like to go. The first level of oblivion. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Very good. All right. And the next person in the row is going to be Baron Barnabas. G'day. My name is Baron Barnabas. And a level seven Goliath fighter. If I was a piece of clothing, he would have to be. I'm going to go with backpack. Oh, a backpack. Just backpack. You know, just a versatile yeah, bit of equipment. Because he carries a team. He carries a team. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Nice. nice one. Um, Morvan would be a pair of glasses for giving clarity or Ooh. seeking clarity. He thought about that too he much. Did, yeah. I had Ranger the Moonlit and I'm a high alpha ranger rogue and I reckon he would he would have to be his, his uh, suit of armour because he maintains it methodically and so Very good. not a his beanie armor. to fight off the chill. Nah, man. Yeah. Gotta watch him. Where's my jumper? <laughs> okay, so guys, last time we left off, the uh, Forgotten Four were tracking down an archaic, the archaic being of ultimate power and uh, knowledge. You were trying to find a way to find out, one, what Delnak was up to, and two, what he plans to do, and three, a way to defeat him. So in doing so, you found a variety of clues. Tracking across the dry expanse, you made your way uh, following the constellation of Orion to the Wormspine Range. And at the end of the Wormspine Range, you found yourself in a tomb, which revealed itself to be the last resting place of, well, the place of residing in the Little Bear, who revealed themselves to be Tamira. You eventually made your way to the chamber that looked like it housed the Archaic. And when you got there, uh, a surprise was revealed to you in the fact that the boy that you had been carrying this whole time along your journey was, in fact, a vessel for Delnak the Outcast. A tough decision was made after a fight between uh, Renga and his brother, which resulted in the death of Ren and the sacrificing of Braxen. That is where we left off currently in the chamber. So we'll kick back in there, ladies and gentlemen. So looking around the chamber, what you see currently is this stone staircase that leads up into a pathway. And on that pathway, you can see a round uh, platform that you're all currently standing on. You can see Tamira a little bit of a distance away from you. And there is a vast expanse of darkness surrounding the um, surrounding that platform that leads into a pitfall below. You can see the cavernous walls probably about 50 foot away from this pillar that seem to circle around and the roof seems to be enclosed as well. There's very little light in here save for the blue sort of emanating glow that Tamira is sort of offering out. And you can see currently Ren unconscious lying on the floor between the party. Having just suffered a tremendous loss. Yeah, I'd probably say Rengar would have like put sort of placed placed Ren on the ground and um you know, he'd probably would have his head bowed down over the child and you know, he's sort of resided in himself that he's now lost his brother and um he probably how how is Braxton's soul gonna enter this child? 
it was his choice due to the fact that he was willing to make this sacrifice my magic was able to take effect the boy now having a soul as you say residing in his vessel it should negate the access of Delnek the outcast in the future you say should will it work was this sacrifice in vain or was this has never been done before Rengar if he is to be raised in a manner that negates his ambition to fall into darkness then then that will be his path however there will always be a part of him that is Delnak the goodness in him must be nurtured then Braxton's soul is just a plant a seed is nothing left of him is what is the I don't understand I'm not sure how this works and it's just is it will I see him again will I feel the presence is it something that's gonna the very essence of your brother now resides in this boy I think it would be very hard for you to watch him grow without being reminded of your little brother perhaps being raised by the odyssey will assist nurturing that good seed with all these uh, good role models around him Ranga. so now we got to worry about him being raised so that Dalnak doesn't pop back out again is it Dalnak himself or is it a just aspects of Dalnak the ambition the the want and the desire for power or unfortunately that magic is beyond my purview however there are more powerful beings more knowledgeable beings beings that have standed the test of time that may be able to answer your question if it is one that you wish to ask I'll walk over sit next to his place body uh, in that instance Rengar you sort of look to where Braxton was standing before he vanished basically and on the floor where he stood you can see the other broken blade left there on the stone probably walk towards the blade pick it up and go and sit next to one of the piers or whatever there is stone and put my back against it and head down and so the two blades now in your possession Morvan as you move this arcane energy, this focus over the boy, you find that he was created using very high magic, high level of magic. You know it to be a spell that exactly replicates the arcane focuses of an individual and allows you to create a like a, a blemish or a flaw in the arcana, like he hasn't quite got it right. And that may be the reason why Ren looks like Ren and doesn't look like Delmac. The more you look at his face as he's, um, he's sort of calmly resting as well, the small boy, you can see, and having seen Delnak before, you can see some familiarities in the structure of his face, almost like a scaled down younger version of the man that is to become him. But you can also see differences in the genetic sort of makeup, almost like it's not a perfect recreation. He hasn't mastered the arcana yet to do it. And the magic that Ren could use that was Dalnak used that would cast effectively through Ren or was Ren himself basically will Ren become a wizard or a sorcerer that you can't tell you can tell that there is some arcane energy that resides within him naturally whether that is fostered or lost as he grows you're not too sure you do notice the arcane energy that's in him now and it's definitely less than what somebody would be able to have if they could cast a spell that you had seen him cast before so your assumption is he may have lost those abilities as 
Delnak has been ejected from his... Yeah. Would I be thinking that Delnak could still have some form of elite link or scry or because of the familiar, familiarity to Roll and I'll try to check for that one. Nat one, and I do have plus seven, but probably won't matter. Mm, yeah, you're not too sure. Uh, you know the nature of scrying spells just as a wizard yourself. They are easier to cast if you have a physical connection or a physical object of the person. That is what you know just generally, but you're not sure whether that will affect Delnak's ability to see or interact with him. After some moments, and the four of you waiting there over Ren's unconscious body, Tamira moves to you. Morvan puts a hand on your shoulder gently. She says to you, You have been chosen. Are you... Are you prepared? What can I expect when I meet the Archaic? Have you ever seen him in person? She says, There is not many that has seen the Archaic taken the knowledge of such a being and been able to withstand the sheer amount of force of fate that it enacts on you. It is the reason why a specific individual is chosen. One not only of goodwill and virtue, but one that is likely to survive the process of the knowledge being imparted on another. So my friend should remain here while I go on alone, is what you're saying? They may be of assistance if anything should happen to your physical person. So they won't be affected by the archaic, it'll be more of a... But I do think that this is a journey you should not pursue alone. Yeah, no, more than happy for them, I didn't want to put them in undue danger though. Do not misunderstand, they will not be able to gather or receive the wisdom of the archaic. That journey is yours alone, but they will be able to stand by your side as you take this step. Like, do we just take you? Well. While your, while your eyes beam out and whatever your magic you do? Guys, well, when I go in there, I don't know if you'll be able to talk to me um, while I'm communicating with him. It, what do you think we should, or I should, ask? I remember our mission was to find out what Darnak is up to, how to defeat him, how to sort him. Will you be able to feel anything from the outside world when he's in? Like if I, if if we if we tap you, are you gonna do Morse code or give, give you signals to try and get you to keep palms. keep pushing? Or like, because I'm thinking I may just keep it simple and ask, how can we defeat? And end down act for good. But if you can think of better words. It sounds like one of those things where you can't just ask the... I mean, you can try. But that just sounds like that's the answer. And then like, okay, sweet. Booking earlier, there's steps to achieve that as well. Yeah. Yeah. yeah oh, exactly. Yeah. Otherwise we could just and I think, miss a whole bunch. Yeah. Rango would slow his head down and he'd be like, you need to be specific. Ask the right questions. If we need the steps as Barnabas and... Gorgonbort was sort of saying, you need to ask what are the steps to take to make him know more? Because if you don't ask the right question, we may be doomed. How many, can we, is, is there as many questions? Is it just, is it a genie thing? Or can you just keep asking? Tamira, would you, are you able to tell me, is this a one question thing or is this a... The archaic is able to impart knowledge directly whether it be a specific question or a general one, you should be able to, in some way, find the answer to your question, whether it be direct or indirect. So if I ask the Archaic 
to impart all knowledge of Dalnak, past, present, and maybe future, and I received that. Well, that would give us whereabouts. What his plans are. I just wonder if I'd be able to survive the Witnesses. information load. A simple question might might strain me, but a person's not entire history and knowledge over hundreds of years well, might... Uh, Did you just say past, present, and future? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is a being that has lived many years. In order for you to process the life of another in such detail, the strain may be unbearable. But if that is a risk you're willing to take, the information could be invaluable. Is, is it useful though? Because all we know is that we need to kill him. I remember Siraj and Arden would probably want to, well, they wanted to know what his plans were because it may take us years to gather the tools to destroy him, but in that time he may have multiple plans on plans which may actually already be counteracting those steps. So to know what his plans are and to cut them off before they actually are achieved um, would be one incredibly valuable and also to know how to destroy him it's just how to ask those two things I agree I think that the question of maybe what is the most important thing to him because if that's the thing we can get rid of maybe we can reduce his power and have a good chance at doing the rest of the work ourselves mm. potentially by wording this what steps we can take to destroy him. Maybe we will be imparted with the knowledge of what steps he's currently taking to achieve his end goals anyway. We know, one, we know he wants to live forever. We know that he trying to rebuild himself and clone himself and do all this stuff that we've seen when we were inside the book. So we know that that is a massive part of his goal. So what is required to get him to there? If we can... Mm -hmm get rid of that then maybe he what'll get under his skin yeah won't he won't he'll have to reassess his plans so well, i believe darnak has gained possession of the arcane tome how do you uh, know this where sp the spirit bound tome where would this information come from one you of not shared this before one of my the final vision i had when i shared him was of the spirit bound tome appearing before him so whatever Wherever Siraj or Arden had it kept, it's no longer there. And it's now before Dalnak. So I imagine one of his plans will be to pilfer the treasures and release the beings that were in it to give himself more time or allies. But as for the specifics, I could only guess. Seems to me if he wants to live forever, one of those possibilities is to make a younger clone of yourself and have that raised by people to live forever in quotes i'm just saying mini delnak was definitely evil and now he's only maybe not definitely evil we can pretty much guess what he's like that surely that's part of it it's a lot, lot of work to uh potentially raise a non-evil child although delnak doesn't know that the vessel is kind of reborn he, he knows we severed contact but that's mm. what, well that's what we think so just make sure he doesn't find out maybe maybe he doesn't know that Maybe he's more powerful than we think. He's much more powerful than us, and he's uh, still got control. Or maybe we just killed a big part of him. Very optimistic. I guess that's why um, I got to talk to uh, Archaic, I suppose. Yeah. Ask about the 
Carl at the same time because I'm still not opposed to it, yeah. Quick end. Yeah, that's my brother's soul you're talking about. See you, Brax. And the good. It'll be a worthy <laughs> sacrifice. You watch behind you as well, Morvin, as Tamira sort of makes her hand move in an oval-like fashion. And as she does so, you can see the sparks of energy forming off of them and a portal open. It looks purple and it looks like water going down a plug hole. She says, time has come. All right. I think we're ready. The four of us go forward and leave leave her to babysit or? Well, he's unconscious at the moment, so. He would just come with us, wouldn't he? I'd say. Chuck him in the backpack. He's small. Is Tamira coming with us through the portal or no? I'll ask her, Tamira, will you be coming with us to see the archaic or is this a journey we can only take? My role as the little bear is to guide you to the archaic, the journey you take after walking through the door that is yours to pursue alone. If you wish for the boy to be taken with me, I can arrange for his return to the Sky Spire. Well, as far as I'm concerned, my vow was to return him home. It seems the child had no home. Where do you stand with this? I have suffered a massive loss and I feel as though I think this role has been fulfilled. She moves towards you, puts two hands on your shoulder and she says, you underestimate the impact that you have all had on this boy's life. Your vow is to give him a home. That will not 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 happen we we will give him a home she shakes her head she says you misunderstand he was empty when you found him i think he's found a home with you your vow is fulfilled if you return him to the spire we will send someone to get him and we will make sure that we see him again you've already taken a step in the right direction with this boy you have given him something delnek never had and that is connection with another seed planted. And you watch as she makes her way over to him. She'll pick him up. And you watch as she disappears, fades away, leaving the four of you alone in this chamber with the purple glowing plug hole. Ring is going to cast Detect Magic. Is there any other magical essence within the chamber? I know that the whole place is quite magical, but is there anything else that's pinging around or is it quite an empty space the main focus of your detect magic goes within this chamber if an unworthy person would have found their way here it would just seem like a dead end to most people and then what they do with that is is their choice if you got if you're ready um i am to you can join me as i step through as a remarkable athlete i'm always ready i just I see you salmon fishing through the portal. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I think Rango will stand for a minute and as the three pass through, he will just slowly turn and saunter through there. As he does so, he will pocket the blades. Swelling through this magical portal, all four of you, uh, you watch as the Stargate theme plays. No. Uh, you just begin to twirl through this uh, blues and purples of Arcana. And as you do so, your vision goes completely white. You feel something solid under your ground as if you just stepped onto a flooring. 
and it takes a moment for your eyes to adjust. And as it does so, you realize you are in a blue arcane lit chamber. You can see the dais similar to the one you'd just been standing on. However, the rocky surfaces around you and the roof have now been replaced with arcane runes that seem to be in a complete marble-ish shaped, uh, sorry, fashioned dome around you. As you look around, you can see that those arcane runes flare and they get brighter and brighter as the four of you stand together on this circular pillar. As the whole place begins to rumble, and as it does so, you watch as dusk begins to fall around you as this mammoth structure begins to rise from the darkness below you. As it does so, you see this rocky sort of form emerge, a tremendously large face made of this rock. You can see two blue arcane eyes that seem to glow like gemstones. And those eyes are the size of you guys as people. This face just looms over you. You watch as a hand crashes on the dais in a second crashes on the dais and you watch as it looms straight over the top of you this glowing arcane rune in its forehead looks down to you and says you have awoken the Arclay. you have been chosen as the worthy look up at him pause taking him in might take a step or two forward bow my head for a moment and ask what steps can my allies and I take to thwart Darnak the outcast's plans and destroy him permanently? You watch as his eyes flash and he says, Nine arms that wield their power strong. Each festive waits forever gone. Four souls that were one fractured and torn to rend the realm. A darkness reborn. When four are one, returned and whole. The realm will light shadow, a tainted soul. When nine break four, then peace there will be. The threat forgotten. From history. When nine break four, then peace will there be. It seems Darnak has, has broken his soul since yeah, yeah, yeah. four. I don't know what the nine is though. Me either. Nine arms. Uh like nine force nine forces? Maybe it's five people and one of a one of them has lost an arm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 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 Laughter rings out in the chamber. You can attempt to ask more if you want, or probe. I'll whisper in Morvan's ear into the group and say, We were told previously that there were nine weapons of virtue. Uh, that um, being said, perhaps these weapons of virtue have the power to break pieces of the puzzle that make up Dalnak. What are these nine... And where would we find them? Scattered through the realm. Vestiges of old. Weapons wielded by the gods' champions. Sundered and left on this mortal plane after the gods were bound. And unable to enact on a mortal realm anymore. 
these vestiges. The last of the faith. From a forgotten time. Where you will find them. You must discover on your own to be worthy. That's cool. One of the weapons are glaive. <laughs> Asking for a friend. Ranga's gonna grab the two pieces of the blade and pull them out and hold them in this place and see if the arcane looks a different way or notices anything or uh, roll an insight check 520 you can see in this moment the archaic is completely focused on Morven. There does not appear to be any sort of recognition of the three of you even being there. Um, it's at that point as well, Morven, having downloaded some arcane energy from this being, you need to make a constitution saving throw, please. Six. Morven's body surrounds itself in this arcane glint in your face as it feels like your brain is leaking out your ears and your nose. You guys just watch Morven just begin to scream as his ears start to bleed. You feel the arcane energy directly inserted into your person from the weave, an energy that you were not supposed to have access to, and it is severely damaging you. Uh, you will take some psychic damage. You take 13 points of psychic damage as it racks through your brain like a lightning bolt or a, or a spire just gets driven straight into your skull. And as you do, the archaic looks and bows down closer. He's almost concerned, I guess you could say. Mm. Ringo is going to step forward too and put his hand on Morvan's shoulder, like a bit as, of reassurance. Mm -hmm. You feel that um, shoulder, Morvan. Mm. And as you do feel it, Ranga, there is an energy coming off of him. Like if you, if you rub your feet on the carpet, that sort of static is almost like buzzing off of Morvan at the moment. Like he's, he's holding more than he can contain himself. Mm-hmm. Can I ask him more questions or no? We can try. Where are Darnak's remaining soul fragments? Attached to objects he held dear. The bodies he inhabits with this fractured soul. They are linked to these objects that must be destroyed. I feel an arcane energy from you, as if you had held one in the past, but no longer do. Morven, can you, can you hear me? Yes. Maybe we should ask whether the fragment that resided in Ren's body has been destroyed, and if so, how many remain, so that we do know and understand the full width of what we've done or what we need to do. Can I roll like a intelligence check? Because Ren was an object that was destroyed. So I would think that he is... Roll an intelligence check. Uh, 20 total. You noticed that throughout the process, Tamira had referenced Ren as a vessel almost as if an object ties Ren's existence to 
Delnak apart from Ren himself. You have severed a connection of arcane energy from Delnak, but the fragment of his soul, so to speak, that resided in an object associated with Ren still exists. So it could be placed in another clone vessel. So, but that uh, fragment is still within the clone of Ren. No, you've severed that connection. So Delnak, as far as you're aware, no longer feels like this boy exists as a clone of his. You don't know how many clones he has to put these fragments of soul into, but you know from the, what the archaic said that there are four souls in total, so four objects. We didn't kill him with the blessed weapon, though. Yeah, so there's still so four out there. The archaic, when he speaks, does he speak telepathically to Morvan? You all can hear. We all hear. Okay, so we now however, understand that Morvan. He's the taking Morvan the punishment had. for the knowledge, yep, however. Gotcha. Yeah. So I, I know that without asking the question. You know that from your own personal arcana, like your your knowledge of the arcana. You sort of put it all together and piece it together in your mind, and it almost falls together like a Tetris piece. Ren was the vessel. The vessel housed the soul. The soul resides in an object that must be destroyed and uh, is hidden. So effectively, where are these vessels? Four phylacteries. This being, this archaic, he, he speaks in riddles. We need to be precise. The responses we've received. What location are these vessels created? He can tell you they're scattered amongst the realm. Like he's already spoken no, no. to us. Where they're created, not where they are. Uh, I suppose we won't know what Darnak's plans are presently as well. Because I'm. I'm thinking that he's made them back in the Spiritbound Tome, like there were experiments and whatnot everywhere, so he simply seeded them. You could find these objects that house the soul, but if you don't have a weapon to destroy them... Here's the thing. Here's a thunk. We now have access to a previous vessel of Dalnak, which he made as a clone correct me if I'm wrong Morvan in that maybe we can then use the boy to look into where Delnak has hidden these things maybe there's a spell you might know or be able to know that will allow us to there's some sort of memory perhaps with my full access to the Arcanum Sanctum I can peruse and see and find a spell that would do that. You would be able to uh, understand that there are some sort of arcane spells that allow you to access forgotten memories. You feel like as these are memories that were not directly lived through by this boy, it would be in his genetic memory, so to speak, which may be harder to access, which may require a high level spell. That being said, using this boy Ren and his genetic memory may allow you to know what the objects are, but you're not even sure if Delnak himself knows where all of the objects are, so. Archaic, why does Delnak want to live forever? You hear him rumble and he says, The outcast, soul fragmented into four pieces, claims want to liberate knowledge to the realm. A secret plan resides in his mind. He wishes to perform an ancient ritual of ascension 
one can live forever is to become time itself, to become a god. 17 points of psychic damage rack through your person. You feel like you are able to ask as many questions as your body can handle. Mm. How many potions we got? I was going to say how many potions we got. If only one of us was a healer. Because um, <laughs> I'm down to 11. 11, fuck. So. You can see Morven is... It's taking almost a physical toll on his person now, almost like in the Dragon Ball Z cartoons when he's been hit with a key blast. He's like steaming and, and his mm. clothes are all ruined. He's starting to bleed from all different orifices. Yeah, I'm going to feed Morven can you to force feed him near. Well, I am still... You're just like, guys, I can breathe. Oh my God. Like yeah, but yeah. I'm going to give you two. Yeah, yeah. Potions. Roll 4d4 and add four. 12 plus 4, 16 points of healing. So you take this healing energy, which hits you immediately, Morvin, bolstering you for a few more rounds. So basically, got one more question beyond dying. Yeah, the last instance seemed to be worse than the previous one. Okay, guys, I got one more. If not, there's another potion handy. Ask him what next week's lotto tickets are. <laughs> <laughs> so, we know his overall plan. We know that there's four cell fragments. We know where one is. We know we have to find nine vestiges. Potentially, we know where well, one of them is. Well, there's nine vestiges, but we only, I don't think we need all nine. You um, can assume as well, Morvan, the line when four are one returned and whole sticks to you as well. There are these four objects, phylacteries, if you will. You know that that spell to do that is extremely taxing. And each time he does it, a piece of him and a piece of his energy and power is probably inserted within it. If four become one, he may be more powerful than he is now. Barnabas, hearing all of this, you probably assume that Delnak's next move would be to find his lost phylacteries and become one being instead of four again. I feel like we got a visit message in the stars again. And that's where I threw the orb. And then we definitely need to go back and see Sharat Sura. Siraj, because uh, I believe we might get some knowledge on some Vestages. great magics to be able to destroy said article, mm. or possibly the guild has come across some weaponry or something in their travels. We are not the only adventurers to to be on this specific sort of quest. Roll a um, insight check, Ranga. Definitely insight. That's eighteen. You're racking your brain for powerful weapons that you have seen throughout the realm in your long time through the wars, through your time with the Odyssey. You know from your conversations that possibly a pair of blades you wield could be one of them. A dwarf in the Odyssey wielded a bow with immense power that you could not comprehend. Power gifted to that person by extreme arcane natures it is not likely that that is a bow created by a mortal being. So that may be one. I believe there is one 
or two in a, a gesture to the blades that are broken um, that I know of and that I've seen in my time on battle. And I think we definitely need to make our way back to the Odyssey and uh, figure that out once we retrieve the the object. Go back to the Odyssey or do we just communicate with them? You hear the archaic say, Your time grows thin. Guys, we know we have to find, we know we have to destroy, we know Dalnak's plans. We should ask if anyone is in possession of one of these objects and whom it is. The vestiges or the soul? One part of the four. We haven't heard from Almira for a while. I was actually just thinking, should we ask what's happened to Almira? Why they were so quiet. Maybe they're protecting themselves and they have something there of value. Mm. Or knowing our mirror, they just aren't interested in a territory's war. And that could definitely be true also. You know, waiting for that to end. And we've seen plenty of the war. It's just mortals throwing mortals into meat grinders. It's just another mortal conquest. If there's a god that wants to reset us, that should be a focus. Not a god yet, but yes. One more question. My home of a mirror, archaic, has gone silent. We haven't heard. Why? I know that they don't really fancy, fancy the lower mortals. Is there something more to their silence and separation? To what? I've known from childhood. The elves in the clouds separated from the continent of Kalimvor long ago. A mortal conflict. Their primary reason. A second. A means of hiding from what they believe is to come. The destruction. Of all that lay below. And they saw this coming. 23 points of psychic damage. <sighs> Mate. You better let her scream out, Morvan. <sighs> As I sink <laughs> to my knees. <laughs> stubbing my toe in the dark. God. Wisdom, why do you hurt me so? Yeah, I prepare yeah. some good berries yeah. for my friend when he faints. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Archaic, my friend, <laughs> Baron Barnabas, lost a glaive. Where could we find another worthy of him? Where is the most powerful glaive that mortal can wield on this plane? Sunflare resides close. The blade of Idris, sundering Python, in the time of the division. The blade resides in the forgotten skull of the fallen worm. It rests below the sands. It is guarded by Python's forgotten spawn. Sweet, so we know where one of the nine is. 26 points of damage. Holy f- 
worth it. Um, a proper a good berry in his mouth. <laughs> <laughs> proper berries in his mouth. No. Uh, this blue arcane energy just surrounds his entire person. His body begins to contort in ways you didn't think a human body could. He, you hear his bones beginning to snap. You can feel this arcane explosion come out of like his chest and you see this beam of light just protrude through. You can see his eyes, his ears and his mouth just protrude these blue lights that seem to be like torches or spotlights that just go through the entire area. You watch as the chamber begins to rumble and rocks begin to fall. And as Morvan falls flat, the archaic looks across the party and for the first time he glances at the three of you and he says, Your time is limited. And you watch as he begins to sink back down and you get the impression he wasn't exactly talking about your time here. here, perhaps your time in a more broader sense on the plain of Kalimvor. Mm. The rocks begin to settle. You feed more berries than the berries. Some of the large rocks begin to crumble from above, cracking on the top of the dome as it does so. Three massive boulders begin to fall from the ceiling. Can you all please roll dexterity saves? 10 total. 15. I had a nat 20 because I am a remarkable athlete. I'll get 18, mate. You taking the opportunity to scoop Morvan up, you watch as the first massive boulder falls and it cuts you off from the pathway that leads beyond. You watch as it falls then as the teetering of the rock that you're sitting on begins to move to the left and the right in this chamber. As another rock begins to fall down and cuts off the left-hand side of the circular platform as you dive swiftly out of the way. One of the rocks fall off of that, Morvan, and you take an additional eight points of bludgeoning damage from the rock that hits you. Well, I'm down again. No, again. He gave you 10. Oh, okay, sorry. Yep. So at that as well, you watch as the third rock comes down and just smashes directly onto the platform that you're standing on. You watch as it begins to crumble into the darkness. Well, where's the portal? Like, where, where do there we... There is no portal. The pathway backwards has been cut off by a massive rock. So there was a, a, a hallway and a circular dais that you guys have been standing on. Uh, Morvan, have you got a spell that maybe can stop us from falling if we indeed need to fall? How many people does fly affect? I need to fly. I can cast fly on two of us, so preferably the strongest two. I just look straight at Gorgonbort and Barnabas, I'm like, yeah, that's me. <laughs> Are they within arm reach? Mm-hmm. I'd say you all gathered to dodge this rock. Uh, you're now standing on a platform that's about 15 by 15 feet wide, and it is slowly crumbling. Hey, I'll grab him and let's run at least yeah, was, towards the... Uh, I was going to say, put my hands out, cast, and just... As up. another rock falls... As it does so, you watch as it smashes into the pylon that seems to be holding the circular dice up and you guys begin to drop standing on this dice that you are currently on. Reach out and put one hand each on Gorgonbort and Barnabas, casting fly on each. As you do that, you begin to fall amongst the rubble. As rocks fall from the darkness above, Morvan desperately casts fly on his allies Gorgonbort and Barnabas. They reach out Gorgonbort swiftly reaching for Rengar the Moonlit and Barnabas cradling the weakened Morven. They duck, they weave, rocks falling left and right. You can see the floor beneath them immediately fall into the darkness below. They begin to fly downwards, weaving the boulders. Gorgonbort gets hit across the back and takes some blunt force damage, shielding Rengar as best that he can. Barnabas flying as if it is his native environment moves up and down, twirls through some of the rocky explosions as he cradles Morvan to safety. The ground is rushing closer and closer to these heroes. 
they can barely see in this low light. As the ground rushes up to greet them at the last moment, Barnabas points to an opening, a pathway leading upward. They jettison towards it, only just making their way through before the rocks crash behind them. Flying desperately through this narrow chamber, one behind the other, Gorgonbort and Barnabas double their speed. Just when the pair think that they are in safe ground, a stray rock strikes Barnabas across the back of the shoulder. He's put swiftly off course. He crashes into the ground and begins to tumble. Gorgonbort follows swiftly after, sliding to his feet. There's silence. As the rocks around the four party members begin to settle. You take in your surroundings, looking around in this dark passageway. You can see it's five foot by five foot. You hear the slow dripping of what sounds like water. Almost like a raindrop falling into a pool. Here as well, the tumbling and pitter-pattering of stones and pebbles from the rockfall that just hit you. You're in this passageway, unsure on how to get out. That's it for this week's episode of D&D Valiant Odyssey. Return next week to see how the Forgotten Fours arc concludes with the last two episodes of Season 2. It has been so enjoyable to deliver these stories to you each and every week, and we'd like to thank everybody who's gotten this far along with us. If you'd like to see more, there are many ways to do that. You can become a valued patron if you go to patreon.com forward slash dnd valiant odyssey you will be able to enjoy two more podcasts by the crew that bring you dnd valiant odyssey one by the name of the path of the wild a spin-off adventure featuring bangor goldstone the brother of halrod the haunted and the second a companion podcast called tales of the tap room where i sit down with some guests of the show including some of its players and we talk about the episodes that have gone by. So if you're a massive fan of D&D and you love Valiant Odyssey as much as we do, please come and tune into those amazing shows that are exclusive to our Patreon. Supporting us doesn't always have to come from Patreon. However, if you are an Instagram user, you can find us at D&D Valiant Odyssey on the Instagram. Come and like our posts, interact with the community, vote on some of the exclusive polls that we do through there, or simply leave a review at your favorite podcast playing platform. Either way, it has been my absolute pleasure. And as always, be valiant.